Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Collective Podcast. This is your host, Jay Dub. Week six, Fantasy Musings. I'm going to get into all the topics, all the excitement from this past weekend, including the wonderful showdown in the Bay between the Cowboys and San Francisco 49ers. Get that on the flip side. This is America. Don't get you slipping now. Don't get you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. Another great weekend. Gosh. I have to say, there should be no debate on who the best teams are in the NFL through five weeks. There remain only two unbeaten last year's NFC title game participants. The Eagles, who marched through last season looking like the Darlings, been a little bit difficult trek through them through five weeks, but they're 5-0 and nonetheless. And the San Francisco 49ers, who are starting to look like the Eagles from last year, where they just, every week, they're just putting the hammer down. And let me get into that for a second here. As a diehard, lifelong 49ers fan, I am biased, but I need to take a little time to talk about the quality of this year's squad. I'll kill you with some stats. I'll refrain from going too deep. I'm not going to make this just a 49ers podcast because that's not what it is. But there's some a few stats here to noodle on. Brock Purdy, love him or hate him. He has the second best completion percentage and best quarterback rating over his first 10 starts in the history of the NFL. That's solid. But even more impressive, there are only four quarterbacks in the history of the league who had five consecutive games scoring 30 or more points. Tom Brady's done it twice. By the way, this was in the middle of his career. Peyton Manning, he's done it once. Kurt Warner with the greatest show on turf. A ton of Hall of Famers on that team. Marshall Falk, Isaac Bruce, Torrey Holt. ton of good players. And now Brock Purdy. Will Purdy join this list of Hall of Famers? Uh, Odds are obviously against it. I'm not going to sit here and say he's a Hall of Famer. But he's starting to put himself in some rarefied air. And you can say it's a system, but... Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo led the exact same team last year. And we've got a nice sample size now sans Christian McCaffrey, but still with Samuel, Ayuk, Kittle, and plenty of running back talent, guys with putting up big numbers, gashing teams, guys like Raheem Mostert, remember him? One of the top fantasy players this year in Miami. And those teams never played like this. The 49ers are now, by the way, 10-0 in Purdy's first 10 regular season starts. It's madness. I love it. I hope it never ends. I know it will. There's going to be some weeks that aren't going to work out as well, but so far it's great. Okay. Last point before I get into some of the tidbits and storylines from the the season and kill you with some statistics. I just, let me just start injuries. They suck. It's the worst part of the NFL and definitely the worst part about playing fantasy football. Let's just run through some of the injuries. Justin Jefferson is now on IR. James Conner, it sounds like, may go on IR. Khalil Herbert may go on IR. Devin A-Chain may go. It seems like he is probably likely going to go on IR. If not, he's out two, three, likely four weeks. Look, there's going to be more injuries. We'll have to adapt. This injuries pile on. I just don't like it. I'm not going to sit here and say anything else. It sucks. I'd rather all guys stay healthy and let the kind of meritocracy, best players perform, rise and let the cream rise to the top, so to speak. Okay, fun tidbits from week five of the NFL season. It's, I, I don't know if you saw this, Travis Etne uh, said it was rough this weekend because he was even playing against himself. I love it. 
I love when players come out and talk about that. Former Jags running back Maurice Jones Drew used to talk about how he would draft himself and loved it when he scored. It's great, great. Going back to Purdy, there's a news broke this week now that he's at this big game on Sunday night that he shares rent with a teammate and drives a used Toyota SUV because he only makes about $900,000 a year. Poor Brock Purdy. Uh, all joking aside, I think he's going to get paid. He probably will have endorsements deals by the end of the year and should be in plenty good shape financially. Uh, but it's a good story. And I think it's funny that 900000 is considered, oh my God, he only makes $900,000. I bet everyone listening to this podcast would gladly trade their job for a $900,000 job, particularly one playing quarterback with all the uh, accolades and things that comes along with it. So anyhow, George Kittle, what was he doing? What is he doing wearing that shirt? Look, I know it summarizes how many NFL fans about the look at me, we're the best mentality of a certain NFL team that calls themselves America's team, but there's no place for that. The potential publicity stunt for the Kansas City Chief follower accounts, Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, Taylor Swift. I'm not saying it's not real. That is the relationship, but I'm saying it's been productive for their followers, that was a pretty cool uh, little follow. And I think it's uh, Kelsey's gained over a million followers or 1.1 million followers in three weeks. His brother's gained 440,000. The Chiefs have gained 500,000. Those are big numbers for NFL teams and NFL players. So the Taylor effect is real if we didn't believe it. What are the other storylines from week five of the season? I don't know if you saw this. I'm traveling in Europe, which by the way, I apologize for the, the quality of the audio is a little bit lower because I'm on the road. So I did not see the Packers Raiders Monday night game. I saw some of the clips. It looks like the Packers lost a game on a horse collar tackle. I guess it does pay to commit a blatant foul sometimes. I don't know. Maybe the NFL should re-look at that that penalty. That's just ridiculous. The guy's literally streaking, and the only way you stop him is by grabbing him in the horse collar. Okay, back to fantasy stuff. Rams, look, there was a lot of talk. Could they support two? kind of must start wide receiver two better finish receivers with Cooper coming back against a pretty good defense in Philly. It seems, yes, they can. Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua were productive wide receiver twos. And I suspect that's going to continue. I would I would put more weight on Cooper Cup putting up bigger numbers. They force feed him the ball. But it was interesting to see both of them get targets, both of them be productive. So good to see that. The Jets, God, what are they doing? They win a game. They're now two and three. They're getting back into it a little bit and they go and dunk on the Denver Broncos. For those of you who don't know or didn't see this, they use their social media thing to make a jab at the Broncos. I just, I, it, look, both these teams are underperforming. Let's just say it what it is. The Broncos are abysmal, should be 0 and 5. They're 1 and 4. The Jets are 2 and 3. And yes, Bruce Hall was a dynamic starter this past weekend, but let's not get too excited. Keep in mind, he faced a defense that gave up seven touchdowns and 400-plus yards to the top running backs at Miami two weeks earlier. That's Mostert and A-Chain. So in that, in that context, I'd say Hall massively underperformed expectations. So put that in context. Hall's very good. I like him, but I just don't know. Okay, I'm going to finish up some random player stats that just at least make me think. The Cheetah dropped another unicorn performance. Eight catches, 181 yards in a TD. He's just, look, he's a far and away the best fantasy wide receiver right now. Even if Justin Jefferson was healthy, Tyreek Hill is just insane. Love him. 
I wish I'd actually trade in my core home league. I traded him this year after having him the last three years. I'm bummed not to have him. He's such a dynamic player. Next, the Dolphins have cornered the market on speed. They have the top seven fastest ball carrier speeds in the 2023 season. Tyreek Hill, Devin A-Chain, and Raheem Mostert rack up all top seven spots. Insane. Tight end, man. This is how abysmal this position has been this year. Dallas Godert was the first tight end this season to exceed 100 yards receiving. That's the latest that's happened in over 20 years. That tells you a lot. Maybe, yeah, look, Kelsey missed a game. Also, his season's been a little wacky with all the Swift stuff. But there's a plenty of good guys. By the way, on that note, what is going on in Atlanta? I just don't get this. Every week, Jonah Smith is getting more targets. Even Drake London's not getting targets. It makes no sense. You've got a guy, Kyle Pitts, is so physically talented, and you're not even giving him chances to make plays. It is crazy. And lastly, preseason sleeper. And look, I hit on a couple of these. A couple looks like I'm going to bomb on. But preseason sleeper from my list, Adam Thielen, is lighting it up. Look, he's not lighting up in terms of league winning, but he's shown that he's a security blanket. I assumed he would be for Bryce Young, putting up big numbers the last couple of weeks. A strong wide receiver two, two weeks ago, and a wide receiver one this past week. I think he's a strong wide receiver two or greater for the foreseeable future. Until Thielen's bodies break down, or someone emerges. I just, he's the guy that's moving the chains. He's the guy that Bryce Young trusts and is going to. So, on that note, I'm excited for this upcoming weekend. We're going into week six of the season. We'll see if the 49ers and Eagles can stay and remain unbeaten. We can see if the Jets can build some momentum, get to three wins. We'll see if Dallas can get off the snide. They've, won, they've lost two games now, one to the Arizona Cardinals on the road, one to the 49ers on the road. Both games were actually pretty handily won by the those teams too, so it wasn't even close. And then the AFC Chiefs have not looked right yet. I mean, they're winning, but they're not winning the way that you, you normally would win. And in fact, I worry as a Mahomes fan and Mahomes owner in at least one of my leagues, I don't see a lot of receiver talent there. Maybe they end up going running back a lot more, but that's a big worrisome situation there. So anyhow, on that note, have a great week ahead. Great weekend. I'm wishing you the best fantasy and personal possible. And I'm out there praying for Israel and all these conflicts to end. None of that is good. It's just terrible. And I hope to see it end sooner rather than later because it's not good. So on that note, have a great one. Take care. Bye-bye. Before we leave, let me tell y'all a little something. Uptown, funk you up. Uptown, funk you up. Uptown, funk you up. Uptown, funk you up. Uh.